you need to let the person you're planning on having plant sex with know the plan. <laughs> Consent always. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. For those of you who love Valentine's Day, it's a day to celebrate love in all its forms. And some of you may hate Valentine's Day. It can feel like a singles awareness notice and just one more excuse to sell stuff. For more on this, you should check out Betsy and Manny's opinions on our Valentine's Day debate episode. Regardless if you love or hate the holiday, Valentine's Day can mean high expectations in the bedroom. New partners and partners who have been together for years or even decades plan on having sex, just like they might plan their dinner reservations. Media usually portrays sex as spontaneous, but does it really have to be that way in real life? And is spontaneity any better than a good plan? Today, reproductive biologist Dr. Betsy Cairo and sexuality educator Mandy Johnson share what they think about planned sex. This is It's Not Human Sexuality, the show that goes beyond sexuality to reproductive health. All right, Betsy. So what do you think? Planned or spontaneous sex? Is one better than the other? Well, I think they're both good. Yeah, but they're still sex, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I think the issue here is that a lot of people think that planned sex, I think the younger generation thinks, because we put such a taboo on sex, right? That if they have planned sex, then they have to be all in, like they're cognizant of what... They gonna, can't say it just happened. It just happened. Right. Yeah. So I think maybe that generation is like, well, we don't have planned sex. And then you get into the older generation of maybe college students and the spontaneous sex is maybe hot for them because it was spur of the moment. It's in the copy room at the office or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then they look at people like me, who's Who old in their like, calendar. <laughs> Here's oh, yeah. seven o'clock on Tuesday. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's also a style of love, though, you know, when, yeah. when people are pragmatic, yeah. you know, about the pragmatic style of love is they plan their... And there's nothing wrong with looking at right. your calendar and being like, hey, I know what's happening tonight. Because for some people, that's a turn on, that, right? That like they the think about it all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The interesting thing about planned sex, though, I think that people need to remember is that if you're planning on having planned sex, you need to let the person you're planning on having planned sex with know the plan. <laughs> Consent always. <laughs> well, and be prepared, right? Because yeah. you're thinking like, ooh, going to get my sexy on tonight. And you had this whole thing going on in your head, right? You've got like bubble bath, bubbles up to the chin. Maybe you're going to do some rose petals down the hallway and, the, and a note on the door, follow the rose petals. And, you know, because you had this thing you going this on in your head, like yeah. this fantasy all day in your head about it because planned, right? And, um, but you didn't send the memo. And the person that you were going to have this planned sex with maybe had different plans. Bad day. Yeah. Different plan. <laughs> plan like not that plan. Not that right. Plan. So they walk in the door and they see the rose petals and like, what is what this? What is this mess on the floor? Yeah. And then they you follow them into the bathtub and you're like up to, you know, chin bubble bath music. And they're like, why is there a pizza in here? That's gross. You know, <laughs> and kind of at that moment, your planned sex idea. Mm. Yeah. Happy feeling gone. It's over. <laughs> so again, to reiterate, 
if you're going to have planned sex, it's important that you let the person you're planning sex with know the plan. Yes, absolutely. I don't think there's anything wrong with planned sex. I mean, it, for some people, that's the only sex they're going to get, because if you don't put it into the schedule, there's no way to <laughs> make it happen otherwise. I mean, right. I know. You know so I don't I, know why people think planned sex is bad. I don't either. I mean, it, it maybe isn't spontaneous, but it doesn't mean it's less hot. It doesn't mean it's less good. It doesn't mean it's less meaningful. It's, well, maybe they think planned sex just means like TV dinner. Boring. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know no curry people in the bdsm <laughs> world they plan their play oh for sure there you are know? rules like it's all played out yeah and they, yeah. they plan that ahead of time and how they're then that's not bland or tv dinner no it's not at all it's, but it's planned yeah not always sex but still it's planned well it depends on how you define yeah. sex well, that's it, a whole nother rabbit hole right well, absolutely okay. yeah if we're talking about bdsm and that's planned right the whole thing yeah well you can go back and listen to our episode with indigo absolutely learn a little bit more about BDSM through that. Yep. Betsy, do you think that people don't like planned sex or think it's bad because it's never portrayed in the media and we just don't see it? Oh, of course. And I think you probably talked to your students and I did too, by saying, you know, relationships aren't like that. They're not like rip off your clothes and have passionate, you know, sex for hours and hours. It's, yeah. it's just not like that. And and um, and if you're counting on that, you're going to be <laughs> sorely disappointed. Sorely disappointed. And I think that that's a Average absolutely- six minutes. <laughs> That's an absolutely perfect <laughs> example of because the media doesn't do it, then it's not real. Yeah. That's the, the only time I've ever seen planned sex portrayed in the media, they're making fun, you know, yeah. like making it seem like a really lame couple that they're so lame they have to plan sex and it's always just a made fun of kind of thing. As yeah. Or they're to. in therapy. They're in sex therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that. But then aren't booty calls kind of planned sex? Booty calls are kind of planned sex yeah. when you put it that way. Do they still say booty call? I think they do. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I do. Uh, not that I have booty calls. I'm just, you know, I use the term. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Call so up day my at the husband. office. Hey, honey, can we booty call tonight? Yes, yeah, so not Did you like see that. the text I sent you yeah. <laughs> about getting your oil changed? Yeah, that's hot. That's, that's hot. hot. <laughs> but, you know, I've been married for 37 years, so... <laughs> I think you can have booty calls when you're married. Oh, definitely. Of course. This podcast was created to promote Look Both Ways in the textbook written by Dr. Cairo. Look Both Ways is a nonprofit organization based in Loveland, Colorado, with a mission to educate our youth about their reproductive health to make informed decisions for their future. We do this by educating the educators through professional development, and we also put on free conferences for both teens and parents of teens. Textbooks used at schools are donated by Look Both Ways to eliminate the money obstacle for schools interested in piloting or adopting our curriculum and textbook. As a nonprofit, we're always fundraising and accepting donations. For more information about Look Both Ways, our fundraising efforts, getting a textbook donated to you, or to make a donation, please visit lookbothways.us. That's L-O-O-K-B-O-T-H-W-A-Y-S dot U-S. This podcast was produced by Peach Islander Productions in Fort Collins, Colorado. This is Mandy Johnson. And Dr. B. Wishing you well. Be sure and catch all our episodes of It's Not Human Sexuality on Spotify, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts.